2: Hello everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. As someone who can mess up microwavable minute rice, I rely on restaurants when I want a good meal. And as a frequent diner, I always make sure to treat the waitstaff with respect and kindness. However, more times than I like, I witness improper restaurant goers who believe they should be treated like royalty. Sadly, I've not only witnessed this level of rudeness in the wild but it had the unfortunate opportunity to dine with said entitled customer. You would think it doesn't take manners enthusiasts like ourselves here to realize that certain people who prefer to bark at waitstaff or try to belittle them for their own pleasure should never be allowed out of the house. Still, it seems like the world needs a refresher on how to treat people who work in service with the same respect and kindness you would expect for yourself. So, before you find yourself with the worst diner in the world— Check out my list of the three rudest diners you'll meet at the restaurant. Rude Diner Number One, The Critic. In my last Modern Manners Guide podcast about rude road trip passengers, I discussed a persona known as the expert, who believes they know everything about anything. Well, in the restaurant world, the expert takes a slightly different form as a stuck up, egotistical, self proclaimed critic. The best thing about the critic is that nine times out of ten, the fine dining critic is not really knowledgeable in all things culinary, but rather uses their vast experience of dining out as the only basis for their personality. Sure, the critic may happen to know the new hot spots in town, but that does not make them a reviewer for Michelin. Still, the obnoxious critic walks into a restaurant like Liberace in a long-flowing fur coat expecting the crowd to bow in their presence and kiss their rings. It's not just the air of condescendence that floats around the enlarged head of the critic, but it's their actual actions that make the critic loathed by every person on the staff. Here are some of the greatest hits from the critic. Number one, the moment the critic walks in, they'll ask the host or hostess for the best seat in the house, whether they have a reservation or not. Then when the host or hostess brings them to a more suitable table, upon the critic's demands, the critic will still point their nose towards the sky in disgust. Ugh, this is the best seat? I'd hate to see the bad one. Number two, when the server comes to the table, the critic will ask some bizarre fact about a dish, which they know deep down the server is not prepared to answer. So, the steak is wagyu, but from which region of Japan do you purchase your beef? Is it the Kansai or the Hayago prefecture? Not only has the server not been educated on this fact, but the critic knows this and uses that to inflate their own ego. The critic can't wait to roll their eyes and let out a sigh of annoyance as the server shrugs their shoulders. Number three. Lastly, when the food finally comes out, the critic will dissect every feature of the dish as if they're judging it for a secret contest only they are aware of. The dish will never have the presentation to their standards, taste the way they imagined, or have the proper sides, which will cause the critic to grimace in disgust. Who doesn't love dining with the critic, am I right? Everything about the critic makes dining with them intolerable. Here, they are putting their own self-pandering beliefs over the enjoyment of others. Whether the critic is a good friend, coworker, or partner, their inability to get out of their own way and enjoy any aspect of dining out will chip away at any good qualities they may have. After all, it's never proper to share every opinion you have rolling around in your brain screaming to get out, let alone when you know it won't be well-received. And don't act like you don't know a certain thought will land flat on its face, either. You do. That's why you do it. With that, it's even more improper to reprimand a server for something they have zero knowledge or control over, like the country of origin for a rare slice of beef. When you find yourself dining with a critic, I prefer a two-step method to combat their unmannerly ways. First, let them pick the restaurant. Since the critic's palate is so much more advanced than yours... Flip the tables onto them as the reservation holder. Oh, you don't like this brand of ketchup they're serving? Well, you picked pick this place, not me. Secondly, regardless of your relationship to the critic, the critic must be aware of how irritating they are to everyone around them. You, the other diners, the server, etc. If you have been following me, you know I love to properly direct when it comes to doling out mannerly advice, especially towards people who insist on always being right point out when they are acting inappropriately and call them out on it at that moment. Something like, do you really think anyone knows which farm in Vermont this head of lettuce came from? Come on, stop with the quizzes and just enjoy the meal. You're embarrassing both of us and I'd like to dine here again. If anything, you may not stop them forever, but in the moment you will be helping out every server in the business. As a former server myself, I thank you. Rude Diner No. 2. The Quizmaster The simpler step-sibling to the critic is the Quizmaster. I call the Quizmaster the naiver one because whereas the critic only wants to ask innocuous questions they know will go unanswered, the Quizmaster has genuine inquiries. Like their obnoxious step-sibling, the Quizmaster will ask a myriad of questions, but not demands, mind you, as if they're putting the server on a game show. Sadly, the only prize in this contest is a headache caused by the frustrating antics of the Quizmaster. Like the critic, the quizmaster may take the server into deep waters of the menu, yet not for their own amusement. The quizmaster has a method to their madness, even though it's annoying as all get out. For example, the quizmaster will likely ask the server's recommendations, but not always go with that dish. Or the quizmaster will ask about random dietary issues, which, although are very important, tend to go way beyond any server or chef may know. Now, the Quizmaster must dissect the menu like a detective on SVU, looking for clues and hints as to what the descriptions of the dishes may be hiding. Then, after several rounds of inquisition, the Quizmaster needs a little more time to decide, which has now pushed the dining timetable back an hour. Look, I'm not saying you can't ask questions, especially when it comes to dietary restrictions, but the Quizmaster has to chill with their verbal Google form. We've all asked questions about a dish, so we can shade the Quizmaster for a few of their normal hits. However, there comes a point when the Quizmaster's games become a tremendous delay on everyone around them. I understand you're paying for service when you dine out, yet it's rude to assume the server should be doing wind sprints back and forth to the kitchen to answer questions like, so how roasted are the roasted sunflower seeds on the Caesar salad? Hmm. To properly work with the Quizmaster. You know what they say, teamwork makes the meal work. Or something like that. Do your part to get ahead of their questions before the server has a chance to be bombarded. Before even dining with the quizmaster, make light of the fact they always ask questions because in this situation, their concerns do cause serious anxiety. Try something like, all right, so we know you don't like fish or meat, so that's half the menu right there. Don't worry about it. Next, if they don't list a particular site on the menu, then they don't have them, and we're not going to ask them for any special treatment make them laugh at themselves which always allows the quizmaster to better settle their concerns early on also when you gently point out their qualms the quizmaster will learn over time how awkward their questions are to the server along with getting ahead of the quizmaster's mentally draining games let the server know what they're in for with humor of course try something like they have about 10 more questions coming at you so make sure you have enough ink in your pen but don't worry we'll take care of you i promise this way, the server and the quizmaster will be able to feel more comfortable with one another and not find the quizmaster's questions as aggressive, like the critic. And yes, I did say to tell the waiter you will take care of them because all servers are tipped upon service, good or bad. And with the quizmaster, you know the server will be putting in extra effort to make the meal more enjoyable. Rude diner number three, the unwelcomed regular. Whenever I go out in the city with my kids, they always laugh at me when I say hi to numerous people around town they'll always say something like, geez, dad, you know everyone. Or, how often do you get coffee here that the dishwasher knows your name? To that, the answers are one, I do know a lot of people. And two, when you drink as much coffee as I do, everyone knows your name. So yes, you could say that I'm a proud regular of many establishments around my town, and I take pride in their welcoming smiles when I arrive. Despite enjoying my frequent visits, the one thing I'll never do is take my status as a regular to unmannerly levels, and turn those smiles into frowns. The difference between being a regular and an unwelcomed regular all comes down to how you treat the staff at the establishment, from the back of the kitchen to the front of the house. And as you can guess, the unwelcomed regular falls short. For example, a proper regular sees the same people every time and says hello, thanks them as they deliver the meal, and overall just engages in light greetings with those around them for a few seconds it takes. The unwelcomed regular treats everyone from the busboy to the server as their own butler with overbearing demands that are way above the individual's pay grade. One example of the unwelcomed regular is illustrated by Jack Nicholson in the 1997 hit As Good As It Gets, where his uncontrollable quirks make Helen Hunt's character as a waitress and the rest of the staff squirm every time Jack came in. However, Jack's character only wanted to be served by Helen and despite her willingness to provide good service, it was never good enough for Jack. Finally, she hit her wall with Jack's rude behavior, and as a result, Jack was kicked out by the manager, despite his growling to behave. Sadly, there are many Jacks who act like jerks when it comes to respecting staff at a spot they regularly dine. For this tip, whether you're a Jack by choice or a Jack by mistake, I hope these observations shed some light on how to treat servers. First, unless you're the owner, even though that's kind of bad too, or an entitled family member of the owner, which is even worse, no one gets to treat the staff like they work for them. Don't think for one minute that your frequency means you get to make demands. With that, don't think just because the waitstaff may not tell you to kick rocks to your face, like Jack's character, every time you walk in they're praying they don't have to deal with you. Don't be fooled by their smiles or willingness to tolerate your habits either, because it's their job to do so. In fact, if a server did speak up as Helen's character did in the film, the regular would just act as if the server was being rude, like Jack did. Knowing all of this, if you are a regular at any establishment, I beg you to please treat the staff like friends rather than employees. The staff appreciates your business, but they appreciate the business of hundreds of other patrons as well. After all, you're not the only regular they have, so drop the rudeness. Plus, a true regular is someone who is given perks due to their devotion versus demanding them simply by being present. So next time you want a great seat or a free refill, try an attitude with a little more sugar than salt. All right, everyone. I love to hear your comments, so please drop me a line, manners at quickanddirtytips.com. Modern Manners Guy is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. Thank you to the awesome team at Quick and Dirty Tips, Adam Seitzel, Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchins, Davina Tomlin, and my producer, Dan Firebrand. I'm your host, Richie Freeman. Please drop me a line anytime. For more questions about this show, visit quickanddirtytips.com or check out the show notes in your podcast app. Thanks again, and keep it proper.
0: Bring spring color inside this season with Behr Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Behr Exclusive Color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a
1: gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going Or walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy.